Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 130, Telling Our Secrets with Shelia Stevens and Leah Vernelli. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Changeable. I have two awesome guests on today's episode, Shelia and Leah. And Shelia and Leah live in Austria and Germany, respectively, other way around. <laughs> Shelia lives in Germany, Leah lives in Austria. Uh, they both speak German um, and they're really passionate about sharing this understanding with anyone, but in particular with the people right around them, the German speaking world. Um, where this is even less known than it is over here. And I love what they do. I love what they've seen. So in this episode, you'll hear each of them share how they came across this understanding, uh, the massive impact it really had on each of them and really, really huge, huge ways that their lives have changed. And one of the things I love so much about, about what we talked about was the way they talk about how how just waking up to this has helped everything look so much less personal. So they are they are now sharing this, like I mentioned, all over the world, and they have this amazing summit um, called My Secret Life, and they're they're out doing so much to share it. But as you'll hear them describe, they experience it almost like the hands of life, they say, pushing them forward. Not in a rushed way. It's not about meeting some goals. It's not about them at all. It's not about them growing a business. It's not about anything in particular. It's so genuine and true the way you'll hear them talk about how just getting a little glimpse of this and having their lives change so much, it's almost like they can't not share it. And I feel that a lot myself in my work. And I just love, love the way they talk about it. They're super creative. As I mentioned, they have this uh, this online summit called My Secret Life, where they've talked with people about their kind of quote unquote secrets. And um, it's such a, these conversations are amazing. They're so entertaining and they're just so, they resonate so much with people because that's what, Shelia and Leah started to see from all these conversations is like, wow, everyone thinks they have this sort of secret that's theirs alone. You know, it's shameful, it's personal, no one else would understand. And the more people talk about that, their, their secret life, the more we see, wow, it's not only not a secret, it's not unique to you, it's not personal. We all have that in our own way or do at some point until we wake up to it. So um, so their summit is in English and in German, and I'm going to put links to it um, in, in the show notes here. So you can check that out if you want, because it's just, again, it's super entertaining and also really enlightening to hear people share their stories over and over again. You cannot help but see, oh my gosh, we're all the same. Um, so... I love it. I love their project. I love what they're doing in the world. And I hope you enjoy this conversation with Shalia and Leah. Hi, Shalia and Leah. Thank you so much for coming on Changeable. Hi, Amy. Thanks for your invitation. We're super excited to be here. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Amy. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Um, and because I think each of you, I know each of you have... Uh, have a, an interesting history and and just what you've what you've seen from this understanding and the time you've been connected with it and I love seeing people like yourselves uh, be touched by this and just be so inspired to go out and start creating and sharing not needing it to be perfect not needing it to be any certain way but just feeling that spark and then like letting that be you know something that moves you forward into sharing in any way that makes sense and I know you've done a lot of that so um so yeah, I'm excited to to chat. So, um, so maybe Shalia, we'll start with you and just tell listeners a little bit about who you are and kind of how you how you came across the principles. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm Shelia, and um, it's an unusual name. A lot of people don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Shell on the beach with the German Ja on the end. That's the easiest way. My grandmother used to say, Shelia. I come from <laughs> the South, <laughs> originally from Florida, and I've been living in Germany for about yeah, 25 years this Christmas, which is crazy. Wow. Um, I actually studied to be a teacher in the U.S. I wanted to be a math teacher. I came from a small town where there were just not a lot of um, other jobs. And it was kind of the thing you looked up to do. And when I got over here, they said, you can't do it. You have to um, train all over again. It won't be accepted. So I needed a way to stay with my then boyfriend, now husband. And so his uncle helped me get into um, marketing, he had a PR company. And so I started there 25 years ago in online marketing. And I did a pretty long career in online marketing advertising. And I was a pretty high performance person, um, which basically means I was always trying to be the best of the best in my in my job in my career uh climb the career ladder um, have the best idea for the next campaigns and in general i was pretty sunny natured person um always the bubbly one in the office the positive motivator the go-getter type of person and what i that wasn't showing on the outside to the world was I had a lot of turmoil going on on the inside, which meant for me that I would work all day and all night and come home and literally just fall apart. And when I say fall apart, I mean, I would suddenly start to have anxious thinking. Um, I would have um, chronic pain. I had four years of almost just terrible um, pain in my left side of my body where I couldn't sleep. I would have um, a burnout, a depression, um, just always something going on with my health or my mental capacity that I wasn't really, I didn't talk to anybody about it. Nobody at the office, none of my colleagues, my clients knew about it. And looking back, it was so, such, a, such a simple misunderstanding but I didn't know about it. And I didn't, I didn't find out about it until 2015. I stumbled across this understanding. Um, at some point, I, I left the agency because I thought that's what was my problem. <laughs> you know, not me, <laughs> not my thinking, but that. And I started my own business um, as a coach and did coach training and, and started an online business. And one of my mentors was Nicola Bird. And she was all about the higher, faster, further in your online business, work from home in your pajamas. And she was really actually stressed out too, but she wasn't showing it on the outside either, really with panic attacks and agoraphoria and all that kind of stuff. And I knew her really well because I had been also working in the back of her online business for a while. And she started to change. She went from this really just... I guess you would say in English, she was just feel like she was being pushed and pushed and pushed the whole time forward to this just calmness and this peace of mind, which is her, her brand now. Like she does this understanding under that. And I, I saw something was different in her, something extremely different. She did like a 180 degrees and I didn't know what it was, but I felt like whatever she has, I want that. And so I asked her, like, why are, what are you doing? What have, what have you seen or like, what is different? And she started pointing me in the direction of the three principles, which ended me up on a training in Oslo in Norway with George and Linda Pransky. And my first moment of insight was just sitting in that seminar room and George said something to the effect of, one of the most stressful things you can do as a human being is to constantly think about how you're doing in life. And I let that sit with me for a moment, but it wasn't until like the evening and the next day that I just kind of suddenly woke up to it and to the misunderstanding that I had. I was thinking about myself and how I was doing in the world constantly, constantly, constantly. And it was a huge weight on my shoulder. 
And when I saw that for the first time, and I started to wake up to the fact that I don't have to think about myself all the time. It just opened a little bit of space for all the next things that came after that. Yeah. I love that. It's, um, it makes me think I always uh, talk with younger people and remember myself and my early 20s, mid 20s, even late 20s, like just kind of getting your life started. And I think in that time, at least for me, like I was on my mind all the time. <laughs> and it's not, it, obviously it's not because of the age, but there is something about when you're doing things in life, you know, and it's like, oh, what am I going to do? And how is this going to go? And everyone's asking you, what are you going to do with your life? And, and so I can just feel that again, that can happen at any age, but like just that pressure. And I just talked with someone recently too for the, on the podcast about that feeling of going to work and just feeling on, you know, that, you know, that feeling of just being yeah. on all the time and how exhausting that is and how then we come home and we, we need to do something to shut off and what do we do? And if we're not doing anything, we have your experience where you're still just on, you know, and running like crazy, but it, it, oh, it takes such a toll. So we'll, we'll come back to some of that, but yeah. I, I love that in your story. Thank you. Um, Leah, do you want to say a little bit about, about your experience? Yes. So I'm Leah and I'm from Switzerland and um, I'm German-speaking uh, native. So English is um, not my first language, obviously. Um, I was kind of the opposite of Shelia in a, in a way the same, but also totally different. I was looking inside the whole time. I had um, this growing up and I was quite a happy child, even though a lot of things were happening like divorce and uh, uh, stepmothers and stepfather and uh, uh, new siblings and and a lot of things changing all the time but I was in it and I was quite a happy child and I really love to connect with other people and um, having fun and be playful and then in my like late teens or beginning of when I was around 20, 21, I really started to think that I have to be more intellectual, like really think about stuff deeply. And then I started to feel as if I had like a really heavy and difficult childhood. And I started to dig into it and it got worse, actually. Mm. And what happened was that I felt mm, hopeless at times because I, I couldn't figure out what was mm, causing my anxious feelings or the stress or the the worries I I had in waves but quite intense. I I felt um all things intense and somehow I wanted to have solutions for all these feelings I couldn't figure out. And my solutions were sometimes drinking too much or eating too much or shopping too much, kind of this over as you were talking about in, during the holidays. Mm. And I, I was just, um, I, I was aware that it was happening but I couldn't stop myself doing it, even though I, I kind of knew that it has to do with myself and my feelings and that I didn't want to have them. And so I tried everything I could find out there, like 
therapy, coaching, energy work, um, spiritual work. And in a lot of these um, things I did, there, there were like small gold nuggets of truth in it. But it it always kind of slipped through my hands. I I I had this feeling of oh yes that's a good idea and through willpower I'm not gonna drink for the next three months and then I had it and after like two days later I just ended up drinking again too much mm-hmm. and so it was this constant feeling of looking over my shoulder and being afraid of myself in a way. And I tried to figure out um, how to change from the inside out, but I got it wrong too. And I was really ashamed because I had a good job. I was working... um, in in education, also in higher education. I was counseling and coaching even back then. And I had a family, a lovely husband and kids. And still there was a part I just couldn't get over myself. And that was still like a shadow. When when I stumbled over this understanding, I felt better, but I was I didn't stand on solid ground. It mm. was more of this: I do everything that I'm kind of in charge of whatever is going on, but it was wobbling in a way. Yeah. And then I met Shelia actually, and I I wanted to expand in the online coaching market and I I found a quite cool tool in the energy work as well that that really helped me in certain ways and um, she she gave me as a a welcome gift it was the the book uh, Michael Neal's book um, which one it wasn't it was not super coach it was within yeah now mm-hmm. yeah and I didn't actually read it because I thought I know all of this already mm-hmm. I've seen it I've heard it yeah that I know this stuff and then I was at home alone with my two boys and it was quite an exhausting day actually they were fighting and stuff was going on and I was really tired and I started to read and I did fall asleep with the book on me and it was really one of these bomb insights. I woke up in the middle of the night and it just felt like, whoa, okay, (laughs) here we go. And I saw the oneness of all and that it's just the experience of being separated and that that's not the real deal, that the oneness is actually truth. And from this moment on, it it didn't stop. It just, I, I kind of, it fall into a river of, I don't know, being alive again and having insights. And what was very interesting, like a few mon- months later, I actually noticed, by the way, that I didn't drink anymore at all, that I didn't eat when I was not hungry anymore, and that I didn't shop if I didn't want to buy a nice trouser. I didn't shop for being happy anymore. Yeah. But kind of a side effect that was very interesting to me. It was not 
Um, I was not focused on change. Right. I was, I, I just was being aware of what I started to see, how the mind works and how I was really lost in my thinking for a long time and how I woke up to now again. I love I love you saying that because I think people can never hear that too much that that here Leah was was focusing on her behavior and trying to change for so long and doing all the right things right looking within already and knowing it was something about feelings and all of that and and it was a an insight about oneness and who even knows what that means right it was something that like had nothing to do even with you or your behavior that really changed things. And I, I just think that's so fascinating. And so, again, people can't hear it too much because we, we start to hear it. We know that from, from these conversations. Yet as little humans with brains, our mind always goes back to, yeah, but what about this thing I'm doing? Or shouldn't I have an insight about me? Or, you know, and sometimes we do, of course, you know, but I love even just in Shelia's and your kind of first real insight around all of this, they're so different and everyone's is. And it's, it just highlights how we just see what we need to see. Anything can land with us and it's so perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So, mm-hmm. so for each of you, like uh, as, the, as you kept exploring this um, and looking in this direction, how, how did it come? And you knew each other, obviously, and we're working together. Uh, how did it, come to be that you started to make this more of your work or maybe even just make it a project that you worked on together to to share this yeah should I take that one Leah yeah so Leah and I hadn't had much contact (laughs) really right Leah between the time she was a client and the time we started working together it was totally mind-driven um I And she had, separate from each other, at the same time, just this desire to share this understanding with other people because it literally changed our lives completely. And we wanted our clients to have that, other people to to hear about that and see things for themselves. And I just started thinking about the idea of of doing an online summit to get the word out in, in, in the German speaking space, because that's where Leah and I work, right? In Germany, Switzerland, Austria, that's our main, our main area. And I started working with someone else first, but it didn't work out. And then I just, I don't know, I had the inclination to, to write to Leah. And we had, like I said, hadn't had barely any contact at all. And she almost immediately said, okay, whatever it is, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> and she she came to Germany. It was a year ago, almost to the, not to the day, but almost to the day. Mm-hmm. She showed up at my house before COVID, but when we were allowed to travel and give people hugs and all that stuff. And we sat here in the living room at this table and we just started to think, what could we do? And my dog needed to go for a walk. And Leah was in this beautiful purple outfit from head to toe, so fancy. <laughs> and um, I made her wear these like old, ugly, dirty, muddy boots because we had to go out. So she slipped on over her slacks. <laughs> and we went out into the woods. And we just said, you know what? What do we have in common? And, and we just kind of came up with she had a secret life and I had a secret life. You know, my secret life was the successful woman on the outside in, in a career moving up the ladder and falling apart every every day or having an, a successful online business on the outside, but on the inside being so insecure and crying every day that I didn't think I could do it anymore. And Leah, with her secret life that she just talked about, you know, just like this sweet house house woman with her kids and her husband and her career drinking and shopping all day on the other side. It sounds funny now that when we talk about it that way. <laughs> and and what we also found that we had in common during that conversation is like we really thought something was seriously wrong with us. That other people can get life right, but we don't we didn't know how. 
And so we just came up with, you know, the name of the project, which was, which was our first project, which was My Secret Life, Something is Wrong with Me. And we, we held the summit and, and we just can't get enough of each other. Leanne always says, like, we're kind of engaged and we're almost married. Uh, <laughs> we only do stuff exclusively with each other. No, no, not all that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So that's how, how we started working mm-hmm. together. I love I love the idea for that and just I just love hearing how this stuff comes about, you know, and um there's so much in that, you know, our my secret life and how we all do feel in our own way, I think have our own version of wow, things look a certain way on the outside, but 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 they don't match always on the inside. And I think that maybe is always going to be the case. But the piece that you said that's so big is when we think, oh, there's something wrong with me and yes. I'm the only one. Yeah. You know, there's something wrong with me and, and no one else really has this going on. Mm-hmm. And did that come up a lot in the, because I know in your project, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about the, the format of it. I know, but for everyone to, to kind of hear more about it. Um, was that a key piece of this? Like, yeah, that we're special. We always think we're the exception, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, this was kind of the, the point is something is wrong with me. Everybody else is fine, is yeah. doing good, but I suck. <laughs> I, yeah. And to just, we had different conversations with different people around this subject. And it was always kind of this, how was your life being in the darkness in this space that you just think about yourself and you're caught up in whatever it is in in your um, way? Like it could have been alcohol or being caught, um, caught in difficult relationships that are not good anymore or eating or or um suicidal thinking suicidal thinking depression um anxious thoughts or being really stressed out like just in in everyday life or in in your job and so all these people are talking about this hidden space and how they felt alone and um, broken as well. Yeah. And what happened to them, what they've seen, their insights, their transformation, and how life unfolds nowadays for all of these people. And we interviewed more or less, uh, all of them are working in this field, not all of them, and had, all of them had a secret life and did see something very deeply at the end. Not everyone like with this bam I had. It could have be it could be also like just started to have a feeling that it could be possible as Shelia was talking, sorry about. But they they didn't give up in looking in the direction that's also really important to us that for the people out there if they if they have a a glimpse of it or if if they start to feel oh there is something for me in it even when you don't understand a word what we are talking about that's already worth it it could change your behavior or your life or your experience of, of life. And yeah. There's so many levels um, at which I think we, we hear things that are helpful. You know, like you said, there's, there's just people watching a series of professionals talk about having a secret life and what that does for you. Like, oh, everyone else, look at these people that look successful on the outside. They have this issue too. Not even getting into the content or the, any insights, right? Just that mm-hmm. alone being an insight, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. there's other levels. There's like, you know, for sure, I'm sure what people saw 
as like, oh my gosh, these are all the same. This person had suicidal thoughts and she shopped too much and he did this and she thought that, but it's all the same. You know, so I love that about this as well. It's like you can identify with the content of someone's story and see so much in that, but there's all these meta levels that you start to see, oh, wow, we're all really the same. And and it's so helpful to see it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Did did I interrupt you there? Did you want to say something? No, the, the only thing was like, and even if it's just watching it and having a good feeling in during the, the time you're, online with all these people that's even that's enough absolutely yeah yeah and one thing that we heard again and again of the people who were on the summit there were over two and a half thousand by now that have been through in german or in english definitely i'm not alone in this like it's not just me i'm not just crazy but also the love there's so much love in this summit um these videos And I don't think there's a time better than now to get into that space of really just pure and unadulterated love and care for one another and let that just wash over you. It was so healing in a way to so many people just to see that love between other human beings. So that was just a thing that got said again and again that we didn't expect to hear from people about the summit. Yeah. That's great. I think one of the, um, for me, it's always always been one of the things that's like so inspirational and so touching is seeing someone, now it's kind of commonplace, but I remember years ago seeing someone kind of just own it own it. (laughs) Like just say, Hey, here's my messiness. Here's what it looks like. Here's what I did. Again, it could be someone like, you know, commits a crime, but to just sit there and say, yep, I did it. It's like, Oh, you love that person. And I think there's just something that's so human in that because we do, it's so healing because we see, oh my gosh, I maybe didn't do what that person did, but I have so, we, we all have so many things that we feel shame about. Yeah. You know, and it's just how, it's just the world we live in. It's how our mind works, that everything's about us. So of course, we're going to judge ourselves in our own minds. There's so many forces coming together to bring all this shame about. And it is no small thing to see someone just share it and say it out loud and how healing that is for us. And so I'm curious what you guys see about that. Because I know for me too, when I was first sharing my story about my eating disorder and anxiety and different things, it didn't feel so comfortable in the beginning. And now it feels like, I don't know, it doesn't even feel like I'm talking about myself. It doesn't even feel, doesn't even feel like a shameful thing anymore. It just feels like, oh yeah, doesn't everybody have some disorder? <laughs> like, doesn't it, hasn't everybody been through this stuff, you know? And that's amazing to look back on and say, oh, wow, this thing that felt so personal and shamey is no longer looking or feeling personal. So yeah, was, was that, is that something you've seen in your lives? And for sure, I know it came out in your summit. Mm. That's Leah's look when she's got something yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, something different just came up it 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 goes in the same direction it since i've stumbled across this understanding and it really deeply impacted me and my life and the life of the people around me a lot of things are not that personal anymore mm-hmm. it's it's not about me, even the whole sharing part. It's putting myself out there. I could just walk around naked to to kind of bring the message out, you know, mm-hmm. because I just see how hopeful and beneficial it is to to show how I could transform. And that it's that when it's possible for me, it's possible for everyone. So that was my thing. I just, I mean, I 
I go with whatever shows up to be able of being of service and having fun with whatever shows up. That's not the point. To to be human, I, I did fall in love with being human again. You know, I really didn't like it at the end. And now it's just like you said, yeah, I did stuff, it happened, I I got it all wrong, and so to a lot of other other people too. And now I've I understood something and it really changed the way my life feels and and shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we talk a lot about in the, in the summit about hope. Like, yes, there's a universal human experience, and we don't have to be ashamed about it because we're all innocently doing it for whatever reason, whatever misunderstanding we're having. But there's also this universal hope that comes across because, like Leah said, it's just like, yeah, we're all just kind of doing the best we can given the thinking we're believing at the moment and the misunderstandings that we have, but there's always this chance to see something new that changes everything. And that really is what for me came across the most. And all of those, we did 21 interviews that are live. We did all together, even more that aren't live anymore, but that was just the common thread. It's just like, yes. And everyone was saying, I saw this and you can see something new too. Yeah. That that's maybe the most important thing mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. The piece about um if I can see it, you can see it. And just how we know that to be true, I think really speaks to again like the the peeling back of the personal of all of this. Because yeah. I'm sure people have said it to you, they say it to me all the time. Oh, well, yeah, you can you could kick your habit or you can be a successful coach because you have this going for you or whatever. And it's like, I just a hundred percent know that has nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do with me. And I think when we've, when we've been through this, we see that it's, and I remember two people saying like, Oh, you must be so proud of yourself that you, you know, don't binge eat anymore or whatever. And it always sounded a little funny. And it hit me one time why that didn't feel right. No, I'm not proud of myself because I didn't do it. If it wasn't a hard work thing, so what would I have to be proud about? I'm grateful. I'm happy, you know, but so I love like everything that, that this, these secrets reveal everything we're talking about. It's like the less personal things look, naturally, the more peace we feel. And naturally, as you guys are shining examples of, the more we just want to go spread the secrets everywhere, (laughs) you know, you know, screaming from the rooftops because it was never about us to begin with. And if we can see this, anyone can see it. Yeah. Yeah. It was never about us to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We love that. Leah, you've yeah. like got your hair all messed up. That's <laughs> she gets in. Nobody can see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask, and Leah kind of, um, kind of mentioned it a bit, but how, how it is again? Like what, what you guys have learned and seen, not just from having those those conversations, but from all that you're doing. Uh, of just diving into sharing this because I, I can relate to that myself. I know that feeling and it, and it's, and she mentioned, and that's how I feel as well, that it's almost just like, wow, I just have a message to share. It has nothing to do with me. And when it has nothing to do with us, it's like, we just have energy. We find energy for it that we didn't know we had. We don't worry about the quote unquote failures or the setbacks or how hard it is in quite the same way. Not that we're not human and you don't have your moments, but yes, it just feels like there's tunnel vision for a message that I love this this piece of this where it's like, oh, it has nothing to do with us. So I was going to ask you guys, yeah, like how, how has it been for you stepping into this role now of doing, you know, these Facebook live sessions that last all day? And, and obviously, uh, Shelia was in marketing before you both were in your own way, but like just diving into it, but uh, it sounds like that's part of it, but, but add anything more. Yeah, that you can. 
Yeah. Should I start, Leanne? Do you want? Yes. To- <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the first feeling that comes to me is like literally this last year with Leah has been the first unadulteratedly purely enjoyable year in my whole business Mm -hmm. just for the simple fact that I finally got it is not about me like I heard people say it in the past like mentors of past or like be of service and get out of your way it's not about you and I, I just never could get that because even as I got into this understanding in the first year, it was still so much about me. Like how many clients am I getting? How much money am I making? Or like how many people do I have on my list and all that kind of stuff. But like, I just don't care anymore at all. And I literally, Leah and I both, we just spent, we actually have off. We're on a holiday right now. Like the team is gone, but we spent almost all of last week and this week working on, um, a landing page for the third time for the My Secret Life Summit because the the ads that we have running are not converting, like zero people are signing up. And I'm just literally like in, like not, I mean, pain, but not suffering, like doing it again and again and again and just being like, ugh. But I don't care because Leah and I, we have a mission. Like we just want people to have the same beautiful experience that we have. So I don't care if I have to sit down for the 10th time and work on the landing page until I get the messaging right, until we hit a chord with the people that helps them understand, because that's what marketing is all about, is just helping people to understand that what you have could help them in a way that helps them to just get on board with it and listen for a while. And so that's what's coming to me. It's just like, it can be painful and joyful, but it's, it's so deeply gratifying underneath just because it's not about us. Leah, what do you say about that? Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> and yes, we, we can't get our hands off the work we do. As mm-hmm. you, we do, of course, we look after ourselves, but we are just, we have so much fun and joy even though there is signing a zero, as Shelia just was talking about. And (laughs) we feel kind of pioneers in Switzerland and Germany and Austria as well, because nobody, nobody has ever heard of the three principles ever. Yeah. So, um, but it doesn't matter. And what I wanted to say is, it's not about us, but what we really deeply feel is this. We sometimes we refer to it as the hand, hand hands of life just pushing us, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Oh, really? This direction? Okay, <laughs> let's go there again and again and again." And today. I had a conversation with a client and she said, I, I showed up, uh, up at university like two years ago in a uh, less stress, more lightness in education. I don't, can't remember the name. And she said, you just stood there and you, you held up your, your hands and arms in the air because I was sweating and you could see it. And I said, guys, just look at it now. And after that, <laughs> we have really more important stuff to speak about. And it already was about the three principles. I, I just could not, not, not speak about it. And she was so drawn to it that she just wanted to have coaching. And now she did the training. We have a, um, coach training in German and, and it, it changed her life. And now she's a multi, multiplicator, multi, how do you say that? Yeah. A a multiplier. Yeah. A multiplier as well. And Mm -hmm. is sharing the understanding and, we we started out with the online summit and we said if it only changes one person's life we're totally fine and happy with it yeah and then the next of course <laughs> we, yeah but it really comes from 
that space underneath our personal story and how am I doing and how do I look? And of course we have that and we feel that and we we love at each other and sometimes we cry together and we have the human experience, but it's just not that scary anymore and it's not that important anymore. And we've seen something and this hope that that we saw in it is just worth doing all the things we do. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I just for people who do want to share this or who are sharing it, maybe just starting off or just getting frustrated, I just think there's so much so much good in what you guys have just shared, like so much that's helpful and that we need to be reminded of in here. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that way all the time too, that like we can, we could look at things and say, oh, this isn't converting. And our mind will just want to give a reason for it. I mean, clearly no, the world's not ready for this message or I'm doing it wrong or whatever. And it's like, gosh, this is life, like anything else in life, you get it wrong a thousand times and you just go make little tweaks. If you don't have the big story about it, you know, the energy for what you're doing just comes through and and takes you the rest of the way through. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like you said, Leah, about sharing and you never know who's going to hear something. That is so gigantic, you know, that I can remember doing like live events back when we could do live events a year and a half ago and and people I didn't know would be there and they'd say oh I'm here because I heard something on a YouTube video and here I am in my little home office thinking nobody's watching this you know why do I only have this many views or whatever and a year later there's somebody that traveled to listen to something you know it always those stories always just are so helpful to remember people are listening, whether we see it or not. And again, if you love what you're doing and you're just doing it for the, you know, just for the feeling of doing it, then it helps you to not be looking at all those markers up there so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, one of the things that encouraged me the most, and this is for anybody out there, because like on the one hand, it's easy because if we're, if we're in a good space of grounding, we get the, we get the invisible hands on the back with the energy, the next step, whatever you want to call it, your navigation in the next direction. So that's easy on the one hand. And it's hard on the other hand because the words are in our way. We've seen something deeply. We feel something. It's hard to talk about it. And Sid, when he first had his experience where he went all the way through and he came back and was like, all right, I'm talking about this. He struggled in the beginning. He only Mm -hmm. had language from his um, religious upbringing. He talked a lot about Christ consciousness and other things. And people would sit for days on end and come back and back. They didn't know what he was sit- talking about. <laughs> and and his, his students will tell you that he would be working on the language in the, in the 80s and the 90s and then to the 2000s. Like it was just, he was always working on like, well, how could I say this in a way that they'd finally get it? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, if Sid had that experience, then we can have that experience. <laughs> and so you can have that experience and just yeah just keep going with it because you will you will get better every time you open your mouth and expressing a little bit each time you'll get a little bit more out of the way of the feeling and the thing you're pointing to just each time a little tiny bit Yeah. yeah He also said that, you know, once people get this, it's going to take like, I don't remember the exact date. It's going to take like three months to change the world or something. <laughs> and here we are 45 years later, you know, but, but I love that too. It like, it speaks to, he saw it with such depth and clarity and we have in our own way seen something with depth and clarity. And you're right. It's that translation piece that kind of gets us a little, mm-hmm. a little caught up. So we think, how can people not be seeing this? But yeah, it's beautiful to just kind of know that this is part of the process. We just go back to the drawing board and keep trying. And yes, yeah. Yeah. And for all the English speakers, if you think it's um, hard in English, it's even harder in German. So yes. just be grateful for your language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. How fun though. And how cool that you guys are pioneers of this. Mm. We all are in our own way, yes. but I mean, especially in the German speaking world. Yeah. No one's doing this. And I hope that, 
I'm sure that can go both ways. It can be like, no one's doing this, you know, where's our help? But it can also be so exciting that you really are at the front of something. And, um, you know, pioneers never like, get all the accolades, maybe long after we're dead, (laughs) but like it takes a while for stuff to catch on. So that's such a fun thing when I think Mm -hmm. of you doing that, that, Hey, whenever this, this is commonplace in the world, you know, like it's, it's fun that people will look back that we'll know, Oh yeah, I've, I've been pointing in this direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we and we're not completely alone. We have like we have a Facebook community in German. Um, Mark Polidmik has it, where I think they have got a hundred people on there yes. now. So there are there are yeah. coaches. Like, we're not we're not the only ones. It's not like completely yeah only zero. But we're we're all we're all pioneers on this journey. Thanks. Everyone listening, hopefully too. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, I really encourage people and I'll share all the links to um, to check out, for sure, check out the summit. I mean, these conversations are incredible. And and I think, like we were saying earlier, there's so many levels at which you'll hear things. Each conversation is entertaining and really good in and of itself. And then you listen to several and then you listen to more and you start seeing, oh my gosh, we're all the same. So it's a brilliant setup and and I love it. And if you if you're listening and you speak German or you know people in the German speaking world, they're in German as well. And and please, I know uh Shelly and, and Leo really want to share them there too. So thank you guys so much for this conversation. Mm-hmm. I I love what you do and this has just been so good to get a little inside peek into everything you've seen. Thank, thank you so you. much for inviting us, Amy. It's a real honor to be on your podcast and I hope to see you soon because you're one of our favorite people to hang out with. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Beginning next week, January 18th, I'm co-leading a course called 2021 Strong with some of my favorite friends and new paradigm colleagues. Each of us are going to share some of what we've seen and learned in 2020 and especially what we're taking into 2021. And we're going to create a container, an amazing space for you to do the same. So it's just a really nice way to kick off the new year. We do a course like this every year. I think this year is uh, especially special (laughs) because of the year that we're coming out of and what we're looking toward and what we all learned. We all saw so, so much last year. Um, And we'd love to start off the new year with you. So you can see more um, at barbarapatterson.com slash strong. And I'll put that link in the show notes. Again, it's a four-week course all online. It starts January 18th and I would love to see you there.